Magazine. Um, back with another exclusive interview. Today we're going to be sitting down with Mr. Stevie Franks and Michael Fire, talking about their latest project, on Must Win, and we're ready to get into it. So, how y'all doing? First of all, thank you for being here. The weather's not the best outside, but we made it. Nah, it was a pleasure coming up here. Yeah, it's a whole new uh, situation. I wasn't sure where I was at, but you know what I mean? Yeah, we made it. We had yeah, yeah. good, comfortable. So let's get right into the project. You guys just put out your collab album, A Must Win. Mm -hmm. um, tell me about like how you came up with the whole process of A Must Win. Where's the concept coming from? You want to go into it? You want to? No. Well, mainly because uh, we were we we've been working in the same vicinity for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I met we met him through a mutual friend, uh, E Dot, who's a producer. I started working with him on one of my projects called uh, The Bigger Picture. And uh, Mike was always like, that was like his artist and that the main, he was always passing through. And um, just through, you know, being in the climate of working with each other, um, we became friends. And uh, it just only made sense for us to come together and collaborate on a project since we've been around each other musically for so long. And, um, and uh, we were just trying to come to a common ground like, all right, well, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? You know what I mean? Because we, 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 we have uh, similar backgrounds, um, but we deliver it very differently. You understand what I'm saying? Um, so we had to figure out, all right, where are we going to come through on a common ground with this? And uh, we just, as soon as we picked the beats, it just started clicking. It was just one after another. And we, then after every song was done, we were trying to figure out, like, what is it, uh, where can we come to at, on a common ground? What is what the title of this going to be, and um, you know, both of us wanted to win, and I don't. What other names did we come up with? I don't even remember. Other uh, <clears throat> I can't think of the other joint on top. But I know when we landed on this, it was kind of just more so like, you know, we all aiming for like this goal of like being on and being able to represent and kind of push forward all the music we put out because he mm -hmm. puts out a lot of content. I know I put out a lot of content even during the pandemic. We kind of still were able to. Mm -hmm release music so it was just like yo this gotta happen this time because with the pandemic hitting it's kind of like you can't afford for anything to just be lackluster so right. it's like yo right. it's gotta be the good we're going for the gusto now like this is just one of those things i think the music just represented that feeling of like this gotta happen now and like right so no better must time win. yeah must win and you said like with your differences in creating, and I'm sure y'all have different creative processes. <laughs> what was the challenge? Putting two different styles together <clears throat> on one project and still making it a, a hit. Yeah, I mean it kind of worked easily because like he mostly picked the beats through Track Hyda. I have like we both got two single songs where it's just him and one solo songs where it's just me, mm -hmm. and then um. I think the I think where we got the most creative challenge was kind of like picking like another song that was totally different than what was on the project, and that's on that on that time, mm -hmm. which was produced by Rizzy Grams. Like that was a joint I felt like we got to see like mm -hmm. the creative differences really stand out versus the other ones. He's cooking them, sending it, and I'm just like I bet. And then the, even with the hooks and then the songs, he's like I got some beats, you take lead on it, and then. Mm -hmm. It worked out, but some of those uh, differences I think came, especially on that time, because I was like real meticulous with certain things we needed to get yeah. done, and yeah. he was kind of like, I don't work like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, absolutely, sure. absolutely. Was that a challenge for you to like nitpick, not nitpick, but like to go over your work over and over again? Um, I was, um, it's not, I don't say it was a challenge, but when I have a vision in my mind, when I want things to be out there, 
And as far as like how much work I want to put out there, because uh, now we just, I mean, I come from when, you know, you had to be out in the streets selling hard copies and standing on the corner doing that, you know what I'm saying? So now it's like, you don't need that. Like you can put your music out on your own. You don't need nobody to do that for you. So you can put out as much content as you possibly could want. So my thing about it was, I'm like, you know what? We need to take advantage of people. I mean, things are a little bit more open, but I need to take advantage of people while you have their attention. So my goal was to put out as much content as I could put out that main year. But because of, he's just um, very meticulous and I'm like the executioner, like meaning like, let bro, like, we on yeah, it, right. yeah, you know what I'm saying? But we, we, we compliment each other in that way because I push him, right? And he pushes me to be more of a perfectionist because me, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, bro, it's a wrap. So we done. He like, Franks, I need you. Listen to what I gotta say. I need you to like go back and do this. Look, look, say this this way and put this in the look. Like him, like it's to be the smallest thing, like bells. Like he'll he'll take some joint. He be like, bro, I'm telling you, listen to how this be separate. It's just you know what I mean. And and but he helps me now because even when I write something, I'll go back and I'll look at about how I deliver it and I'll restructure how I write. Just on behalf of how he made me like, look, mm-hmm. bro, like, dude, I'm telling you. And his thing is like, bro, trust me, trust me. That's, that's yeah. the main thing. Like, like yo, bro, you trust me. And this is like, yeah, I trust you. So it's like, you know. And then what made it even um, better was the fact that we really homies. Like, that's right. really my man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like we just two people coming from completely different like situations. Like, nah, we all in the same circle. So it was just, it was just yeah. about that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you said the one song, what's the title of it again? On That Time. On That Time, that's a single, right? Yeah. You said that's like a different vibe than yeah. the other songs. So how would you describe the other songs and the vibe on the album overall compared to that one? I feel like those are more like um, more like hardcore hip-hop rap, <clears throat> you know, versus On That Time is more of a single for like catching a vibe for, for the ladies, you know, for women. And, you know, the other songs are more like catering to the title of it. Like you just hear like Fallen Soldiers has like the that feel to it of like just representing the struggle and then you got other songs like the intro where it kind of just gives you that gives you that uh that feeling like though these guys are wordsmiths and they came here to rap you know what i'm saying so so a lot of stuff kind of i feel like every song defines something like the intro might define like i said that we're wordsmiths and the second song defines like struggle and then another song defines like morals and where we stand at in an integrity space. Yeah. So it all kind of breaks down just like kind of the makings of each of us. And then the last mm-hmm. like on that time, the single was kind of just like, all right, we had fun too. We're not just yeah. in the booth rapping. Right. 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 <laughs> right. right. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he helped me. I don't mean to cut you off. No, you got Okay. I, he helped me like break like a barrier. Like I always had like an issue with. You know, um, I have a female fan base and my issue was breaking out of what I know, just rapping to death and really catering more towards them because he a smooth guy, you know what I'm saying? So like, so he a smooth guy. So when he made me like, yo, man, like we going, I'm telling you, we get this thing together. Well, actually, uh, Grizzly gave me the beat and when I thought of the beat, I thought of him. So I said to him, like, bro, what you think about this? And he was like, bro, that's the one. You know what I mean? And when he sent it to me, and, but it just, I feel like I just need the right music and the right setting and the right things come out because it was it was kind of hard for me to find that 
type of joint and make it work. But ever since then, I've been like, oh, cool shit in the studio. You <laughs> know what I mean? Well, God, I love balance. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it sounds like y'all feed off each other, like, you know, creating together kind of changed how you're going to create even separately now. Do you feel like even when working on your own projects, you're going to keep some of the pointers that you got from working together? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Like, like I said, like him, um, he's made me write better and be more precise and, and just everything from how I deliver, how I structure my words, yeah. everything is just like, he made me definitely step that up a notch. And, and also he made me be more patient and like listen and not try to, you know. Let's execute it. Like, right, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, like like I said, like when I got something, I, I ride out and I don't wait. I just feel like, man, look, I got the idea. I got the bread for it. Let's go. Right. Like, but sometimes you got to strategize and, and plan and put certain things into perspective. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've covered a lot of ground off of the executional, execution factor. But my goal, my issue was, was that I wasn't properly planning my situation out. If I did that, I'd probably be a lot further than where I'm at right now. Instead of just executing all the time and not really thinking about where I'm planning on going. But I just have the goal of putting this out. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Well, that's the beauty of working with somebody else. You get a different perspective. You get a different idea of how to do things. Is there, is there one particular song that I would say you spent a lot more time on than the others on this project? Like Probably on that time, yeah. Time, yeah. Time, yeah. The single was the one we kind of really took time and cut people off the song. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a lot going on with that because yeah. it was, it was one of those you had to make sure it was right. Yeah, you already had that quality mm -hmm. control. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. yeah, I had to write my verse what, what twi twice? twice. Yeah, yeah I write my verse twice because mm -hmm. the way I structured it was, I was like I was having a conversation with a female. We was going back and forth, and the whole it was that they filtered in the other side of my voice to make it sound like. Females. Mm -hmm. His his idea was he was going to put um, a female in, in replace of, of my voice and my vocals, but it just the feel of it wasn't really right. So we went back. I went back to the drawing board and I just rewrote the verse entirely. And then it was just when I wrote it, he uh, he felt like the delivery wasn't one hundred percent there. So I so I went back and I restructured it and I did it like that. That's what it is now. That's awesome. Um, what's your favorite song on the album? What's your uh, I wanna say I wanna say Fallen Soldiers is probably my favorite, if not my solo, I'm not gonna lie, because when I got the production, like the dude that produced my solo, he's all the way in uh, Portugal. Mm -hmm. So like when I heard that and he sent it back with some additives to it, it had my mind like I literally like was in the crib just mind blown, like yo, you killed this shit. Cause it sounded one way for a minute, and then he sent another one like right in time for the project, and I was like, "That's fire!" But Fallen Soldiers to me is like, I I feel like we brought, we brought it home on that one. That one I felt like was the one to really be like, "All right, these guys have a lot going for them, and let's let's give this shit a real a, a real shot." You know what I mean? That's a fact. You feel the same? That should be a one. Um, between that and um, I like Exit. I think Exit because. Just to the vibe Exit has, and um, I feel like it's a, even though On That Time was a great structured song, but I feel like Exit is just a, a very greatly structured record because, you know, it's everything from how the beat is structured yeah. to, you know what I mean, to the, the, the feel, the vibe, the execution on both his and my part, the, the vocalist, I think everything just all came together, you know what I mean? So between, and then I like his, uh, his solo track too. <clears throat> because um, 
he's a uh, it just the way he puts just like you could just tell when you listen to it like you know he has certain uh, points and when the instruments come in and then you know then he has it's like he talking to himself don't let the bag take the turn don't let you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just all the structure is just that's like why it's one of my favorites. Yeah, you can definitely see the balance like between our different styles on mm -hmm. the album. Like mm -hmm. you could hear it, mm -hmm. but it definitely like collapsed well together. Like, mm -hmm. the, the balance of the sounds. Um, was there any songs that like let's talk about putting the album together? Was there anything you wanted to put on there but you left off for whatever reason? Like, did y'all create all these songs originally for the project, or yeah, was there I, anything? I think we created everything from top. There was a beat yeah. that he sent me that I really liked, and. Um, I wanted to come up with something for it, but it just never, it just didn't, it didn't feel as good as the other yeah, records. Yeah, like it was, uh, I think um, the, <laughs> the concept that I came up with, he was like, yo, nah, because we have, I already have a, a record to fit that vibe. And he was like, nah, that ain't, I don't think that really fits um, what we trying to get across. And um, he's like, uh, we were just talking about on the way up here, um, as far as uh, like keeping the interest going. Right. Throughout the project, you don't want to take people's interest away from the project. Like right. you want them to be when it's like to me, I feel like projects are like a roller coaster ride, or like or like not a roller coaster ride, but like a drive. You know what I mean? You you going you want to keep people going on a ride and having their mind going to mad different directions, almost like right. going on an adventure. And um, I feel like that's what we did with this because I, I don't think that the next record wasn't expected. Like when you heard the first one. You were you got taken in a whole another different direction with the second one. Then when the third one came on, you wasn't expecting for us to go that direction. So it was just it was very every track was very different. None of them were similar, and that's what we wanted. Yeah. How do you think the so you dropped it the beginning of the month, like around March fifth? March fifth, yep. And how's it been performing since then? Are you getting the feedback that you expected? Like is it reaching the audiences you wanted it to reach? Yeah, we're actually yeah. pushing to even reach even <clears throat> further, but I mean right now it's doing pretty good. Nah, and that's not even great. with dropping it, you know, because it's strictly yeah. only on a mustwinalbum.com. It's okay. not even on like a VSPs yet. Right, right. Because that was the one thing I picked up from working with him for the first time was that direct to consumer uh, mm -hmm. approach versus like you know everybody says like yo it's, everything's on all streaming platforms but I mean you kind of cut your dollar at that point right. I mean it helps Absolutely. to reach but there's other ways to go about it too where it's like I think people appreciate it when it comes out on the DSPs later versus right now it's only on the site yeah we something like exclusive yeah like, we've been doing first. numbers yeah because yeah. right. we sold the single first and then mm -hmm. we sold the project yeah. so we've been able to kind of capitalize we haven't even released the we, merch we, we, made, we made more money direct than as a person was having thousands of streams Facts. and they had to wait on the back end my whole point of it was was to change the narrative like so they could stop cutting the money you understand what i'm saying because the way how everything is positioned it's like just everything has to be free but i'm like no it doesn't because think about it everything just everything surrounding this room right thrives off of art and somebody probably would pay maybe let's say maybe a hundred dollars or 150 for that picture right there right why is a, a song so much devalued from the same thing as an art piece? Right. Why? You know what I mean? Because music is, it, think about it. What if all the music in the world just shut down right now? Where would a person's mentality on how they feel about themselves and how they continue con to conduct about their everyday? Mm -hmm. Going to work, going to the bathroom, you at work. You know what I'm saying? You need that stuff in order to fuel your life. Why is it devalued? 
Why? Why is it not? Why do they feel like oh, it's just because they have all these platforms, everything free? They're lowering the pricing on 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 what artists get on the back end, pause, on how they come in um, in their in, uh, in their career every year. So my goal was to first of all to treat this project like it's a product and a business. That's number one. Number two, I wanted to change the narrative and let people know like. If you have a core fan base and people who really support you or really want you to keep doing what you're doing and really love what you do and keep pushing your music, you can do that. Make them pay because they will pay if they like it. Like, listen, <clears throat> I've gone years and years with doing shows. People told me I can't get paid for it. <clears throat> getting um, two fifty a show, getting three fifty. Sometimes walking off at five hundred. Going in the shows and selling mad merch and making seven, eight hundred a night, and they try to say you can't make money off of music unless you're a big name artist. Right. Who said that? Right. Who came up with that narrative? Yeah. Not me. You know what I'm saying? I'm an ex dope boy. I get money in a drought. You mean to tell me you can't get money off of selling merch right. and music? Why? Right. You got the outlets? Yeah. Huh? Like that's that's um, my goal was to change just switch everything around and we like i said the energy we feed off each other i wanted him to see that yeah. so now his whole change and his whole narrative of the whole entire situation will be different his outlook is different he like man i can get a bag off of this but it's just how i'm going to present it and how to push it when you push music like it's a product or like a business or something you're trying to sell there's no way you can lose yeah. how that sounds like a lot of independent artists could pick up from that because, yeah. like you said, it's mostly off streams and an artist isn't even getting paid no. and stuff like that. Um, outside of business with music, what other type of business adventures do y'all work on individually? Uh, well, I have my own uh, graphic arts and media company called uh, Unique Branded Designs and Illustrations. Um, and also, I got my own uh, clothing line called Morals of Money Apparel. So I'm definitely pushing those and everything. I'm starting looking at other investments, but those are the main two things of what I work on besides the music. Yeah, for me, I got a Well Deserved, which is the company, publishing company, but we also have like street apparel too. Like, mm -hmm. not even just for the streets, but like they call it street apparel, quote unquote. But we got stuff, we got kids' hoodies coming out. Like, one of these hoodies is like kind of some of the stuff we do with the WD logo on the arm. And, um, yeah, just mainly, mainly promoting that because that's really the company that helps fund everything I do. So, like, well-deserved supporting that is almost in, in the same breath supporting me as an artist as well. Mm -hmm. So, it's just been one of those. Uh, it's been a ride. It's like I'm updating the site now, trying to do more material, figure out different photo shoots because there's so right. much detail and just photo shoots and getting your uh, branding right. But, you know, everything, people feel free to check it out, well-deserved.store. That's, mm -hmm. that's a dope little... Uh, outlet for like just the merch you may see on me in videos. Like I said, we're stepping it up to get some kids involved too. And just, mm -hmm. I see, I see it in the future as something just like more a wholesale name, just like a you know um, something people can latch on and not just feel it's just music or anything like super street. But it's like I may tap into like agriculture later, mm -hmm. things of those natures, and have kids like really planting. And you see, like I really have a big vision for it. So it's just in the startup phase, but well deserved that stores where you can get merchandise to support. Nice. And um, is the album released under that platform or is it under y'all own independent thing? Yeah, it's on uh, mustwinalbum.com. Mm -hmm. That's the main site where, you know, obviously it's sponsored by his company and my company as well. So mm -hmm. that's where we're keeping it. Right now it just has that main flagship site. But, mm -hmm. you know, later when it gets to DSPs, I'm pretty sure it'll have it for sale on his personal own site. I'll probably put it up on the Well Deserved right. as a art piece people can grab and stuff like that. Right.
Um, what are you looking forward to with the album from here on out? Now that it's out, now it's getting good traction, now that y'all are seeing how good everything's going with that, mm -hmm. what's your plan for it moving forward? I think just right now we're focused on like, we still haven't even dropped the main visual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have uh, the series called Couch Raps that um, we're about to actually uh, shoot a visual for that soon. So it's like just kind of getting a visual to kind of get more spread. So I mean, um, just kind of getting people more involved through different, uh, I guess, visual representations of the project at this point. Because we right. still, we're doing good without any real visual right. representation. So I think right. once we do that, it's still just giving it that time too. Because I feel like right now with so many things going on, mm -hmm. I think people, a bad habit would be to drop it and forget about it. You kind of mm -hmm. have to keep pushing stuff in people's faces because they mm -hmm. might have seen it and in their mind, they're like, All right, I'll check it later if something comes up, but then they'll forget. So we gotta constantly put up those friendly reminders, whether it's with videos, songs, merch, so. And the algorithm is crazy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you gotta try to find ways to get around that Break too. the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. And breaking it. <laughs> you not break it. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen, but you gonna try, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so this is like what he said, and to continue to try to push the outreach because I'm pretty sure there's millions of people that never heard of Stevie Franks or Mike Fire. So it's we big, for everything. right? Exactly. So that that's another key thing why I feel like the direct to consumer concept is viable because you can literally there's so many outlets and so many apps and all that you create your own audience. Mm -hmm. You can take your audience what you have and grab it, grab it, and make it work for you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? There's too many outlets. Wow, why not? They right there. Mm -hmm. no, that's how I met y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, man. So let's be for real. Like, you can really grab anything that, that you want to touch because before, it was like you had to depend on an entire machine in order to reach out to these people. You don't have to do that no more. So, like, it's just like, it's just like selling a product, getting money. The new independent artist. Do y'all plan on working together, you know, in the future? I mean y'all are cool and y'all did this great project together, so I'm sure that you have more in the bag. Nah, Is there anything you're working on right now? This should have been called the last win. The last win. We got shit in the stash though, you know what I mean? Another project is definitely always possible because like I said, you work in the same circles, you just gotta you know, once our minds come together with a legit rollout, I'm pretty sure everything will just take its course like this one did. It just kind of yeah, he's he's it. featured on a few up and coming projects that I got. So right. it's always going to be like I said, we always around. We talk all the time. So yeah. it's like for that not to happen, you know what I mean? Whenever I get a verse from him, whether now or ten years from now, I'm, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm eventually gonna get the verse. You know what I mean? But um. Nah, I definitely see like, you know, us working in the future, but one thing I understand um, that in order for that to really like a full-fledged joint past seven songs, we're going to have, I'm really, I really realized that I'm going to have to, you know, dedicate more to really craft and, you know what I mean? Like, can't be like a rush product, meaning like we're going to have to take a lot in order to build on it. I'm really like, it's almost like a painting. You know what I mean? Because you know when a person really does a serious painting and you ever see like them big murals, it takes mm -hmm. days, weeks. So it's like I know when it comes to working with him and how meticulous he is, I understand that I'm not going to be uh, upset about the process of it because I know the end result of the work is going to be dope. Completely right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys working on things individually right now, and then you dropped this together at the beginning of the year. You got stuff coming up that you do on your own. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, for, for this, he got, she got something dropping. Yeah, I got, uh, I got a, 
my follow-up to my first project, the first uh, song, 2018, for 2018, I dropped a project called Before the High. Okay. And I have the follow-up coming this 420 called oh, High nice. Notes. Oh. So, like, that one is kind of like, that's like my baby that I've been sitting on for a while. And, like, I've had other little things come up that I haven't been able to release it. So, like, that one I'm really looking forward to people to hear. And I feel like it's a great follow-up from our project because it's like, yeah. this was just like the first dose of medicine. And then it's like everything else just, like, just explains why I feel like this is our turn now. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And I actually have to... Our joint is done um, coming out in, uh, in May. I know the joint uh, with a producer, E-Doc, and it's called uh, Stages of a Man. And um, it's, it's a short joint, about like three tracks. Mm -hmm. And I got another like assembly line of stuff that I'm dropping after that. So, you know, my goal was to, I had, and it was, my goal was to keep the foot on next and to keep firing, not letting up, you know what I mean? And then trying to put, and then trying to make sure I craft it so my goal this year was to do partnerships so because i realized the reason of why i wasn't getting as far as i was getting in my career was because i was trying to do everything on my own and surrounded around my own budget but i started thinking like a like a like a business you know what i'm saying so i started understanding like this person may have resources that i might possibly need and also when you collaborate with people it helps you craft and change up your sound of not what people are normally used to hearing you you know what I mean? You're your core fan base, you know what I'm saying? So that was my whole goal was to, you know, was to was not to divide and conquer, but to assemble, uh, create partnerships and cover certain grounds that I didn't touch before. That was the whole point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it sounds like, you know, y'all have a good relationship in terms of creating together. Sure. And I mean, the album definitely reflects that. You definitely hear, like I said, your individual style and then your collaborative style together. Mm -hmm. So, um, you have anything else you want to tell the people about the album, about the project? Look, listen, I'll tell y'all something. If you love, great love, good lyrics, you love the official hip hop sound, um, if you love um, a creativity as far as on a lyrical standpoint, mm -hmm. and you love just creating a feel, you love music that's going to make you think and, and touch all different emotions, you're going to love this project. Make sure you go to www.amustwinalbum.com and get all the exclusives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's it. And follow yeah. us on uh, Instagram. Yeah, right, that's it. Michael underscore fire, Twitter Michael Fire, F I Y A. I know a lot of people think it's traditionally spelled but F I Y A. Where follow me on Instagram, uh, Stephen Franks the artist. Uh, like my uh, my music page on Facebook, Stephen Franks Music with a K. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Stevie Franks Rap. Follow me on Snapchat, Stevie Franks One Hundred. Um, for all exclusive updates on everything else in my career, as far as like shows, uh, merch, uh, projects, and all that. Go to therealstevefranks.net for the merch going to morosovermoneyapparel.com. Nice. Again, thank you guys so much for joining Thanks us. For thank you. Hope to see y'all again on the next drive, yeah, yeah. Right, on the next projects. So we'll definitely be looking forward to what you're doing. So absolutely. thank you so much. Thank you for having us. As usual, I'm Amazing Amy. This is Real Jersey Entertainment. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. I made it. <laughs> <laughs>